would know that we have been uh, covering the book of uh, Philippians. We started uh, Philippians 1, ended up in verse 11, which has then led us to Galatians 5.22, which speaks about the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, the reason we, why we, uh, we ended up there is because we're trying to understand what, what uh, uh, Philippians 1.11 speaks about the righteousness of um, the fruits. And so we want to understand what those are and how they apply to us today. Because we are still on this earth. Jesus has allowed us to be here to, to date. And therefore, there's a, there's a working that needs to take place in our, in our lives. And so we want to understand that. So last week, we covered the fruit of uh, kindness. Uh, it's a simple word, but has a lot of implication. And uh, today we have the wonderful um, opportunity or privilege of uh, looking at the fruit, the sixth fruit called goodness. Another way to, another kind of translation is generosity. Now, when I say, immediately when I say goodness, I can already see what's going on in my mind. I don't know about you, but goodness is a simple word. Uh, it, it's a simple word. It, I mean, you are good. Goodness me. We are good. But there's more to be um, learned, more to be heard about this, this word. So we're going to look a little bit into that. And so if you have your Bibles with you, won't you please take the mat and turn to the book of Galatians. And um, Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. Wonderful book as the Bible is. And this is what it says in Galatians 5 verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Now we're going, to, we're going to highlight goodness and try and kind of dissect and understand a little bit about this word and what it means to us and how it applies to us today as Christians um, and why it was important that this was uh, written in the word of God. So goodness is a quality of a spirit-filled believer that does good to another person, although in doing so, it might cause them pain. I said, I repeat that goodness is a quality of a spirit-filled believer that does good to another person, although in doing so, it might cause them pain. Now, that's uh, quite a statement that uh, goodness is I'm willing to do good upon or to you, but at the same time, it might cause me pain, implications of some sort. But I'm still willing to um, be good to you regardless of the fact that it might hurt me. And now that's only possible if you are spirit-full. That's only possible genuinely if you have the Holy Spirit living in you and He's working in you and, and helping you to be good. Because believe it or not, good or goodness has a... Um, Spirit-filled implication, which is genuine, and there's also a kind of negative implication. So I'm being good to Saul and Lee this morning because I want something. I want something from them. Uh, look at them. They've got something. I want that. So I'm going to be good to them, but it's actually because I've got motives that are incorrect. But if I'm being genuinely uh, 
as the Holy Spirit leads me is I'm being good to them, regardless of what they might give me or not, I'm still going to be good to them. In fact, I'm going to be good to them regardless of whether they attack me and kind of put me down or hurt me in the process. But because uh, this goodness uh, I'm trying to exert or give to the show to them, uh, because it comes from the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit is from Him. Uh, it's, got, it's got nothing to actually do with me. And so I don't look to myself. I don't look to my carnal, selfish, what am I going to get from them? Uh, you know, no, no, I look to Him. And He allows me to be good to each other. And um, this is, is, is actually impossible by ourselves, but possible with Him. See, the idea that a good person orients himself towards the benefit of others. Remember I had said earlier that uh, the, first, um, the first three fruit, love, joy, peace, are internal towards us. We, we, we um, show them to each other, but it's actually more internal. The next three, which we covered the first two, the last two weeks, Long-suffering, kindness, and today goodness is towards others. It's towards others. Remember that I said that uh, the first, uh, the, the two greatest commandments, love the Lord your God with everything in you, paraphrasing, and the second one is like it, love each other as you love yourself. Now, if you love yourself, you will treat others, and we are called to treat each other like we would treat ourselves. And, uh, but that's also almost impossible if we do not have the Spirit of God in us. And happiness. Because let's be honest, I want what's best for me. Always. Whether it's in business, whether it's in church life, whether it's in world, whatever I'm called, I want the best for me. So I look to myself, I look, what, what am I going to get? What am I going to, if I do this, uh, they, I might make them look good, which is wonderful. But then behind that, how am I going to, uh, you guys will come and say thank you. Oh, Joe, this... Uh, because I want me, I want my name to be um, lifted up high. I, I'm the man. And um, that's carnal flesh in us. And um, that's not the goodness that I'm speaking about this, this morning. Um, because it is possible to be moral, but not good. I'll leave that with you. It's possible to be moral morally up or right, but not good. But to understand this a little bit more, let's, let's turn to the book of Ephesians, chapter 5. And uh, Ephesians chapter 5, 8 to 10. It will just help us understand a little bit more about this word goodness. Because as I was uh, preparing and looking, I'm thinking, goodness. Goodness is a word like, what do you say about goodness? Um, and I quickly discovered that there's much one can say about goodness, or well, not one, there's much that the word says about goodness. And so uh, Ephesians 5, 8 to 10 says this, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. 
finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 to 10. But I want us to just kind of look at verse 9. It says, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Remember, we, we're trying to understand a bit more about this word goodness. And um, so it starts off in verse 9 saying that 4. 4 explains what happens when light comes into our lives. Remember, we were once in darkness. Jesus Christ came with his love and his mercy, plucked us out of the kingdom of darkness, and then put us into the kingdom of light. That's a ground. So he plucked us out of the kingdom of darkness, where we just soft. We wanted us, you know, I will sort you out so I can um, be, I can gain. No, no, he took us out of that kingdom and he put us into his kingdom, which is the kingdom of light. So that word four tells us what has happened when the light comes into our lives, when he comes into our lives. And then it says, the fruit of the spirit um, comes from light. So the fruit of the spirit that we're speaking about, Galatians 5.22, these fruits can only take place in our lives genuinely if we are in the kingdom of light. We cannot have the fruits of the spirit if we are still in the kingdom of darkness. But if you read on in um, Ephesians 5 verse 11, it says that there are fruit of darkness. So there's fruit in the kingdom of light, which then would obviously mean that there must be fruit in the kingdom of darkness. And uh, if that's the case, we, uh, we ought to be judging ourselves and looking where we're at. What fruit are we exempting? The word of God says, you will know them by the fruits that they bear. Um, and remember, fruit doesn't necessarily, no, not necessarily, it does not happen immediately. Fruit takes time to grow. As the vine dresser just, you know, comes and sorts and puts water on this, on, on this, on us, and he helps us. And so the fruit starts to show, it starts to manifest itself. And then as I am in the kingdom of light, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm showing the fruit of love. I'm loving the unlovable. I am showing the fruit of kindness. I'm being kind even though I don't need to be kind. I am showing the fruit of goodness. I'm being good to you even though I don't necessarily want to be good to you. But I can't help it because the fruit, the, Jesus Christ through his spirit lives in me. And he's helping me to show this fruit. So good to understand that you cannot have the fruit of, uh, the, um, of the Spirit when you're in the kingdom of darkness. So the world cannot, cannot show the fruit of the Spirit. It's, it's just not possible because they are still in the kingdom of darkness. But when you're in the kingdom of light, you also shouldn't be able to produce the kingdom, I mean the fruit of darkness. Because actually those two do not go together. Because we have been transformed. Remember the word of God says that we are being transformed daily to the image and likeness of Jesus Christ. How was Jesus? He, he shows in a, a, all these attributes that we were not like. We did not have. In fact, we tried to do them in our own carnal self. It's more selfish than anything else. But because he helps us and shows us how to go... He then produces these fruits. Remember um, uh, Philippians 
chapter 1, 11 says that Jesus Christ is the one who gives us these fruit of righteousness. And he gives us those fruits for the glory and praise of our God the Father. God the Father, the King. So he doesn't give it to us so we can look good. You know, Joy is so kind, so good, or so loving. No, no, he gives that to us so that God the Father can get the glory. So when you look at me and I'm, and I'm showing you love and I'm showing you kindness and goodness, yes, you acknowledge me, but actually it's him. And so I'm quick to say, yeah, cool, but thank him. It's him, God the Father, who's helping me to be like this. Because actually myself, in my own, I cannot be like that. And um, it's good to understand, we were in the kingdom of darkness and we used to produce these fruits. Of darkness, we have been plucked out of that kingdom into the kingdom of light, and now there are fruits that can only be produced in the kingdom of light that we are to be showing or living by, or they are seen in our lives. And that word is is important. You will know them by the fruits that they bear. Are you bearing the fruits of the kingdom of light or the fruit of the kingdom of darkness? You. God will help us understand those and, and work those out in our lives. See, some manuscripts have the word light rather than the word spirit in this phrase. But in either case, the three characteristics of the fruit are goodness, righteousness, and truth. These three spiritual features manifest what a true Christian is. What a true Christian is. And, and I know that we are still a work in progress because we are not perfect. For if we were perfect, we would be in heaven right now. But we are still uh, working out. We are in, on a journey. And, uh, but these fruits will begin to be seen in our lives. Um, the Greek word for goodness here is what is moral excellence. It's moral excellence. So goodness is excellence. Uh, it is good both in nature and effectiveness. This is an active good that benefits others. There's the word again, others. So the goodness that I show is supposed to benefit you. The goodness you show is supposed to benefit me, supposed to benefit each other. Uh, It's not supposed to just benefit you. Um, This is a word that is others-oriented. So it's always focusing on others. Although 1 Thessalonians 5.15, because when I read that, I thought, hmm, this Christian life is quite something. I've got to do good. I've got to do stuff so that you can benefit. But what about me? And I would imagine the carnal self and he's asking, yeah, well, what about me? What do I, how do I benefit? But 1 Thessalonians 5.15 says this, See that no one renders evil for evil. To anyone, but always pursue what is good both for yourself, <laughs> for yourself and for all. So pursue what is, what, is, um, what is good both for yourself, but also for all, for others. So it doesn't say, no, no, pursue what is good for you only and forget about me. Let me go through, let me battle. No, no, let's pursue what is good for us all together. Um, but this is, it almost gives me a little bit of, ah, I'm not evil. I'm thinking, uh, what about me? What, <laughs> what about me? 
fruit or for the fruit of light consists of all goodness and righteousness and truth. This is what verse uh, 9 says. It is a general description of the fruit of the light. The light, not darkness, light. A description of what this new nature in us will actually lead to. So this new nature from darkness into light, there's something, something has to happen thereafter. You just don't come out of darkness into the kingdom of light and you remain as you are. Things change. Things change and things uh, start happening. It, it will, as you do that, it will result in goodness, kindness, benevolence, sweetness towards other people. Our new nature in the kingdom of light will result in righteousness, integrity, uprightness, straight dealings with other people, but in love. Before we used to deal with people in darkness, but it, there, was no, there was just almost no, there was no love. I want to sort you out because I get to benefit for whatever. You've done something, I must go higher than you, so I will deal with you. But there's no love. But now I deal with you as a child of God who is in the kingdom of light with love. I don't deal with you. You don't deal with me trying to get what's best for you. But I deal with you. You deal with me um, out of a place of love. Because this is the result of of this kingdom of light. Our new nature will result in truth, openness, the opposite of hiddenness, darkness, and shame. See, the kingdom of darkness hides things. Sin is hidden. And when it's hidden and not into in light, so it prospers, isn't it? It starts manifesting and, and it just it prospers in darkness. So as you reveal it into, the, into light, guess what? You're able to diffuse it. So diffuse it or diffuse it. Diffuse it. And um, kingdom of darkness, the enemy encourages us to keep, um, to remain in darkness. Do things in darkness where no one else will know. Do things that no one else knows. It's between you. It will not just be you. But you know that the truth always comes out. Darkness always gets, um, things that happen in darkness will always end up being revealed. Because once the light shines into darkness, there's no way that, that darkness can outdo the, the light. You know, you can be in that dark, dark, dark place and a little torch with just a little light, you will see that light. But you cannot be in a, in a light, light, light place Possibly like heaven and a little darkness shows up and you see it. I don't know if I'm making any sense there. But light shines in the dark place. It has to shine in the dark place. And where this light is, the darkness flees because light exposes all sorts of stuff. But we are encouraged that in this kingdom of light, we have to expose the things in the dark so that they can be dealt with. And then Jesus, through his spirit, can help us work them out. And you see, Christians should be good in character and constitution, upright in soul and action. A Christian with a high capacity for goodness can reach out to others even when they do not deserve it. Now, there are many people in my life who don't deserve any good. But I thank God because of his spirit working in me and maybe him helping me with the goodness that he places in me, I'm able to reach out to those people. 
even though they don't deserve it, even though I, in my human nature, think, no, no, they don't deserve it. In fact, they need to even go further deep into the darkness. They need to be sorted out. No, no, God says, because of me, that you can extend your grace and your love and your goodness upon that person who actually does not deserve it, in your opinion. But I, and it's true because you yourself did not deserve his goodness. You yourself did not deserve the, you deserve the penalty that comes with your sinful dark nature. But he still extended his hand and sent his son. That whilst you were still in the darkness, while you're still a sinner, he sent your son so that you may have eternal life, can have a chance to have eternal life. That person, you, who, who looks at people who don't des- necessarily deserve your goodness, or the goodness of God, can um, do that to someone without liking them, without um, liking maybe the personality or they just an irritation or you just don't get on but actually because it's not you anymore it's christ through his spirit in you you're able to reach out to them um i was speaking to someone yesterday and i was just um talking about business and i was saying how oftentimes i've gone to see a customer potential customer they've got a challenge and um, they're generally um, old uh, gentlemen and uh, they'll have a problem. But they've reached out to us to try and help them out. And then I'm the one who rocks up. So the face that they receive is me. <laughs> and they think, yeah, I mean, what, what are you going to tell me? I've been in the game for, I don't know, 30, 40. And they, they painted, what are you going to tell me? And I'm looking at this, and in my kind of experience that I've gained, I can see now there's something there. You, if you do this, this will go this way. But the moment I tell that person, if you do this, this is going to... Man, they just get so uh, almost aggressive and so defensive. Like, who is this young man who's coming here and telling me what I need? So this other... Uh, um, Business guy told me this. He said, Joe, you know what? I know those people. He's an older, older guy. Uh, Piet is his name. And he says to me, and it's, he says, you know what? I understand you're a young black individual because I work in a predominantly Afrikaans industry. And uh, I'm a black guy. So <laughs> this industry, it's quite hard to break in. And no no um, offense to, it's just how things are. And God, Lisa Shad is right there too. And so he said to me, you need to go to that um, course and say to him, you know what? Okay, not, you know what? You need to go, um, course, you know, can you tell me what's, what are you explaining? What's going on? And then as he explains to you, you need to turn the situation around and tell him, instead of you telling him, you must do this. You must get him to actually tell you, you need to plant in him that, you know, you, you advise him. Have you thought of doing that? But you make it in a way that he thinks that he's telling me <laughs> of that solution. And, but of course, in my um, 
in our human nature, I want to tell you what the answer is. Because then I get the kind of glory. I get our oh, joy so he knows what he's doing. Rather than me telling him, no, no, you need to do this. Uh, or he tells me and he gets the, the glory. But actually I know that I've just helped you. But, you know, to break into that, that element of you don't know, you're young, you don't know what you're talking about, what are you going to tell me? Uh, that's okay. But, but I mean, in, in that, I'm able to just uh, maybe show goodness. I'm able to just lay things down and put myself aside and say, have you thought of th- things this way? Have you? Ah, ah. <clears throat> and that happened to me with this client who was a very difficult client. And uh, he just would not give me the, not, the time of day. And I would knock and he no, no, no. Until he dro- ran into trouble. And guess what? He called me because everybody else he called wasn't, uh, it was a Friday. And uh, I think it was for four years I tried to, I kept knocking and saying, you know, anything. And on a Friday afternoon, everyone is done. You're done. You want to go home. He calls me. He's got a problem. Can you help? Yes, yes, yes. Tommy, I can. I can. What's the problem? I need this here. Okay. And now I've got to make a plan. I've got to say, okay, Sean, please, can you get me that? And, 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 and it came together. But to this day, because I was able to help that client out that Friday afternoon when no one else, when his uh, people couldn't help him, to this day, he turns to no one else but me. And that is not because, I mean, after four years of trying and you've just getting nose and nose, you don't know what, you know, no. I could have just shut my eyes and said, no, you know what? Okay, well, enough of you. I'm going to go try make this thing work somewhere else. But that's not me. That's not, it's, it, it must be the, the spirit in me helping me. Just persistence, persistence. And I was able to just show him goodness. When everyone else does not want him to be good to him, he's in trouble. He's stuck. I was able to show him goodness. Of course, I benefited in terms of uh, signing up as a client now. And, excuse me, for the last five years, he's been, he's been looking to me. But before that, it was four years of just, I could have told him, you know, you know find your own way. You are called on you four times, I mean, four years, and you kept on saying, no, no, guess what? You're in trouble. Unlucky for you. Find someone else, you know? Uh, that is probably what we are like as humans. But when God, through His Spirit, comes and resides in us, we are different. That wasn't me. It was God. Think of uh, Barnabas in the Bible. He was a good man. He was not as brilliant or as gifted as Paul. But he was a good man. He did not make himself good, for no one is good. No one is good. It was God who did this. God made him good. God did that. God changed him so that he was gentle and kind in his attitude toward others and generous in material and spiritual matters. The Spirit of God always moves the child of God to live out the Word of God. I repeat that. The Spirit of God... And both kingdom of darkness, out of there now we're in the kingdom of light. And this, if you're in the kingdom of light, the Spirit of God lives in us. And He always moves us, His children, to live out the Word of God. He always 
moves spiritual Christians toward generosity. Now, at the moment I say generosity, we know what happens in our ears. We think of money, money, money. No, no, it's not just about money. Generosity can it involves yes, money, time, your expertise, all sorts of things. You just are generous in in who you are because why the Spirit of God lives in you and helps you to to show God's characteristics in you in and and I. The Spirit of God also um, helps spread full believers to not believe anything contrary to the Bible. We'll often say that uh, the Word of God is our final authority. So whatever I am saying is not the final authority. Hopefully I'm saying what is in the Word of God. And that's why it's important for us to go and, uh, and read the Word of God, to be, understand the Word of God and, and ask God to help us. Through, he says He will show us through His Spirit. He will show us things. But how would, does He show us things if we don't know what His Word says? And... Um, you know, the word also says that the enemy, the devil, is an angel of light, I think it is. Or disguises himself as the angel of light. Now, the world has painted the, the enemy or the devil with his, you know, red horns, this ugly man. And uh, actually, it says he disguises himself as an angel of light. So the man or the woman that you've seen as an, as an angel, man... Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, maybe the enemy has disguised himself in that and he's using that person who's in the kingdom of darkness to express his qualities and try and infiltrate into our kingdom of light. And that's why it's so important for us to continually look to the word of God and understand the word of God. And try, try, try and understand. Try, get help. Try and, 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 and. But if you don't have the word of God, who, which is the final authority, then we are left vulnerable. Then a, the angel or the, the enemy will disguise himself as an angel of light and he will come and deceive us. We will do things that look as though they're okay, but they're com- perhaps contrary to the word of God. Um, and so we have been given the, uh, the knowledge and the ability to be a part of a family, be a part of a place where we can ask questions or we can learn and understand and we can read the word of God. The Word of God. And so we need to have the Word of God with us. We need to spend time reading the Word of God. And we don't understand. We need to go to the Spirit of God. He says, He'll help us. He'll help us. And He'll show us things that we ought to know. So in conclusion, goodness is moral excellence. A generosity of soul that benefits others. There's the word again, others. So my showing goodness to other people is not so that I can get something. So if me calling another guy for four years and whatever, and me showing my, uh, him goodness and rescuing him, uh, in all of it, it will start that I get to benefit. But actually, I can honestly say, had I helped him and he didn't come back to me as a client, I would have been okay with that. But that's because... I have lived and God is helping me work in the kingdom of light. Because if I was still in the kingdom of darkness and he didn't, I helped him, he didn't come back to me, I'd, I'd, no, that would have been a problem. But actually, because I'm in the kingdom of, of light, I can honestly say that should he have not come back to me, I would have been okay with that. 
Goodness is an act of grace toward someone else. So goodness is actually towards others more than towards you. It stems from being oriented to God's grace. He gives to others without any strength attached. Any strength attached. So you need help, I can help you and I don't expect anything. No payment, no, you must help me back. No, no, I help you because I have the Spirit of God living in me and helping me to, do, to be that, to show myself as God does to me. And then remember what John fifteen five says. Jesus says this, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. So in our, in our own self-righteous way, we can try and do all sorts of wonderful things. But actually, where are they pointing to? Yourself or him? As I help you, is it pointing towards yourself or him? There's a question I'll leave with you this morning. Any 